Kim, one of the biggest problems that I hear on my YouTube channel is how people need to last longer in bed. Well, luckily, this episode is brought to you by SmilingDick.com. <laughs> they have a device called Prolong, which allows you to learn how to last longer. And you're going to be trying this in a little test run. You'll hear about it every week. We're going to talk about it at the end of this episode. But if you want to be part of this challenge and improve your stamina, go to SmilingDick.com, enter promo code MOM for 15% off. That's SmilingDick.com, like a smiling dick, (laughs) for 15% off. Because your dick will be smiling. I think I've heard my mom talk about her sex life to me like three times. As far as I know, they've had sex four times and it resulted in four children. My parents are openly talking about it all the time. It's disgusting. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Poder. And I'm Karen Lee Poder. My mother is a self-proclaimed sex expert and cougar. And the world's oldest living millennial. Every time I say that, I think that like, as opposed to an oldest dead millennial... I'm just going to say you're the world's oldest millennial. No, I like oldest living millennial. All right. We'll qualify with living. You're alive. I'm alive and I'm a millennial. Okay. Anyway, and my son is a self-proclaimed stand-up comic, mime, and clown. And of course, the... You say this every week. It's not like this is the first time you've ever said this. In case people missed a week or two... He is the human fountain in the group, the human fountains on America's Got Talent. One of four, or one of five, actually. Anyway. He uh, spits water. We spit water. Anyway. In a choreographed way. uh, We do this podcast where we talk about sex because uh, we want to make you laugh. And at times weep. And at times (laughs) teach you about sex and open up the dialogue around it. And this is a perfect example, this episode. It's such a great, this is a great episode, you guys. You got, you got, you have to tune into the entire thing because at the end you're going to get a good, good little laugh. Well, so so in, in this episode, uh, you, it's actually kind of like a twofer because the first part we have a guest on the show, Jim Anika Eborn, who is hilarious and super educational and she's an incredible guest for us. Um, But then my computer crashed during the interview. interview so we had to continue on our own so we continued the conversation about what makes great sex uh just the two of us um and it's a it's a wild ride the second half as well <laughs> um so do you want to give a quick synopsis yeah. of what they're about to hear well you'll hear about play parties play parties and you'll hear about what to do if you're one of these shy guy or girls it, if and how to how to find a mate if that's the case. Yes. And then we also go into, uh, Geminica is a very, she's an expert on the subject of um, what happens if you've been traumatized or sexually abused and, and the effect it could have on a partner, which I thought was really interesting. Totally interesting. And so let me give you an, a little bio on Geminica before we launch into it. So she teaches fourth to 12th graders about sex ed. We um, interviewed her at uh, Catalyst Con, Catalyst Con which, which is a conference for sex educators that we ended up at despite us being more comedic in nature but we had a good time and a good laugh and a good laugh so she teaches that with, with that for more than sex ed which is a nonprofit, and she is also the director of education for more than no which helps trauma survivors um go go through and and um, flourish after going through her trauma. But she's far from stuffy. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's while the, those topics are very heavy at times, this yeah. episode is, we, we have levity as well. So don't think that this, don't t- turn off just because uh, 
it's not going to be funny. It will be funny. It will be hilarious. Hilarious, especially, I mean, at the end, we really get into what we believe makes great sex. And I, I opened up. I shared some stories. You did share some stories. A lot, a lot of stories. You made me I- feel like I have the best sex in the world. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, and just some quick housekeeping. We will not be having the Monday morning after show this week because my mother is going to be traveling. Uh, and it always sounds kind of janky when we do that. So just don't expect it. Um, but if you sign up for any of our social media platforms, you might find a pop-up, a little pop-up live chat. So that's the FYI. Sign up for an Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. You never know where you might just see us going live. At Sex Talk with my mom and all those platforms. It's um, probably going to be Instagram. Uh, hint, hint. Also, uh, we love when you guys leave us reviews. We really, really appreciate it. This is a good review this week. I cracked up when I read this. I did not recognize Cameron at the time it aired, but the human fountains were hilarious in a sick sort of way. A rose. Yeah. That, that was very sweet. Yeah, Thank well, you. That's because her, her name is Rose. Yes, yes. Yeah. Oh, I like that she signs it like she that. She signs everything with little Rose, and she's one of my whack packers on my YouTube channel. So we've got, we've got whack a whole pack. collection. We've got whack packers now. If you guys want to be a whack pack member, all you got to do is call into sec- Yes Text Mom. <laughs> and we'll screw that up again. Our number is Yes Text Mom. Just put it in your phone, save it, and give us a, little, a call. You can leave a voicemail and we'll play it on the show. Yeah, well, right now we've got Mr. Bean as our first official member of the whack pack. Yes. And uh, are there any other things that we need to announce? Yes. To so subscribe. Yes, that helps right. us a lot. Is subscribing and on sharing you, with a friend. And we need this podcast to get more exposure. And okay, the mom, only way to do it is through you guys. They don't need the whole guilt trip. It's not a guilt trip. It's a it's a it's a it's okay, it's a move, mitzvah. Okay, move it's on. It's a freaking mitzvah. Oh, move on. Move on. Dot org. You know what a mitzvah means? Move on, please. Okay. So that's about it. Stay tuned for a wild ride. I thought you were going to mention Patreon. <gasps> Patreon. Okay, basically, if you want to give us some money, this is a free podcast. We appreciate any financial uh, support you can give us. Specifically, me appreciates this. <laughs> Patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. If you can help any creator, but especially us. And uh, all right, sing about. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the. Wow. Uh, just uh, what makes great sex, if you please. Oh, okay. You're switching it up a little bit. That's I not did. bad. I, it rhymed. I don't know if it made sense, but well, let's go with it. Enjoy. Jiminika, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi. We're yeah. so excited to have you here. Thanks for having me, y'all. Well, actually, we're. I guess thank you for having us because you spoke at this conference and we're just oh, attendees. Yeah, for, for those uh, listeners out there, we are at the Catalyst Con, Con- Convention. Conference, Conference, convention, convention, one of those things. Yes, yeah, a c word. In <laughs> a c word, not cut. Good, good <laughs> not a cut. No. Anyway, so we're here and we're doing a live uh, interview with Jeminika. Can you tell us a little about yourself? Yeah, cool. Okay, love doing this. Okay, so <laughs> I uh, have worked in mental health for the past ten years. I saw a need f- for communication with trauma survivors um i'm a, i also am a tra- trauma survivor um but i just saw like there's so many people that with mental health have had trauma that has affected them also i was like okay this is great i'm gonna burn out how can i never have a boring day at work and i was like oh my gosh sex yeah sex, <laughs> sex and then i was sex. like oh I can also combine my love of working with teenagers. So I teach fourth grade through 12th grade um, through a nonprofit called More Than Sex Ed. And then I was like, oh, trauma survivors. And I'm the director of education for more than no. It gets tricky sometimes. It's tongue tying. 
but I'm oh. able to do that and write articles and like sit down with cool people and talk about this stuff and people actually care. Yeah. Which is a lot. Very weird. Well, who for doesn't me some care days? about sex? This is you know Let's talk about sex baby. Well, there's a lot of shame in it. There is a lot of shame so. in it. Yeah, yeah. So we're, we're sluts and proud of it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, we did say Well, <laughs> I mean, if you are. <laughs> no, we're really, I, we're both, Cam and I, you're going to find by the end of this interview, are so freaking vanilla. We're a little Aww. vanilla. But I'm, I'm a little bad. more open to exploring than. And, and I'm more open too. Just that we're both kind of like. Maybe you just haven't found your tribe. Right. Yet. That's yeah. Turn you out. Yes. You know, Welcome to Catalyst that's, my, that's my first question. So like what you go to a play party. What if you don't want, are not attracted to anybody at the play party? That's fine. So you, you don't have to showing up and being at a play party is still being a participant. Ah, got it. You don't necessarily have to partake in anything sexual. You can just but watch being there with consent because staring can be creepy. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. true. That's true. Do you know, this is it, just sitting in on these, these little conferences. I've learned that there is a very wide spectrum of how people view sex. Yeah. And here people are very open-minded and super liberal with it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Oh my God, most of my fear about like, so, so I don't have that much sex, but it's mainly because I'm afraid of like, Maybe there's like an expectation from the other end, like that that, that now we're going to be in a relationship. There's going to be an emotion related right. to it. But it seems like, especially with play parties, you're not getting invo- emotionally involved with everyone you're you're no. doing anything with. No, but you have to have like the respect for each other mm. and the understanding and communication, like why you're here mm. and like what are we into? Are we doing this together? Is and then sometimes it's like, hey, I just want to be pleasured and I just want to receive. Someone's like, I love to just give people gifts, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. oh my yeah. gosh, you're my man, you're my woman, you're my whatever. But yeah, going to play parties is interesting. I w- yeah. I feel like I'd be scared out of my mind. My first play party, I was like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Here? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, no, I'm gonna go because I'm a new woman and I'm evolved. And then you're sitting over there. I was like, oh, there's snacks. <laughs> Because people assume like you're just going to be sitting there staring and it's just boring. No, there's snacks. So you can be no. snacking the whole time. Yes. And, and you know, like Cam, you would definitely be de- you be eating snacks. Uh, oh, we can eat at the snack table. Yeah. I'm yeah. down. Cam I love charcuterie. Charcuterie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So wait, first of all, how do you even find out about plate parties? Uh, well, see, that's where it gets tricky. So. Um, <laughs> and how do you find out about with good looking people at plate parties? Because that's my biggest I mean, issue. good looking people that varies view wise yeah. to everyone so yeah. there's no like this is all the pretty people thing like i'm not no person? i'm not pretty people i'm just saying not the nasty people oh, you know well, like people, people that utilize consent <laughs> no like the people within them like long hanging dicks flapping oh around, i don't not know groomed and all that kind <laughs> I of mean, shit i mean you never know well, that's not my luck i'll go like there them, i'm gonna be like yeah, hey, you like too. yeah i know i'm not gonna yuck anybody's job but it's not my thing true okay. true you know what being here you just meet people and you'd be like oh Hmm, there's a thing luckily at like this conference there's a board oh no way there's a flirt there's like a flirt oh, you should get oh, on there put your name on there cam what's the <laughs> matter and, and say like hey well you just put your envelope on there open to anything oh well i mean you could you could write that you just put your envelope put your name on it and people can drop you notes or you can drop your notes in oh, other wow. people's in people's envelopes this is wild okay but there's where i'm saying i'm not gonna go put my name in someone's envelope if i don't know what that person looks like well, that's what. No, it's not. Well, you're supposed to know the person. Yeah, oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. know. You don't just walk around like ah, <laughs> Stacy looks like. That's a good name. That's what I thought. No, no, no. You're trying to like. You've seen this oh, person. Oh, you read oh, people's you name tags, out. and you're okay. like, oh, okay. Oh yeah. Well, then you drop a line. 
and, it, and it's just like a little easier than saying, hey, do you want to go out sometime? Sometimes it's harder to, to do the thing face forward. Yeah, yeah. And so it's like a less stressed way. But as to getting invited to play parties, they're really just who you know. Yeah. Or if you go to like weird ones without, not weird, I apologize. Yeah, there you go. But ones without sex educators. Oh, yeah. Though I don't know. I've never been to those. I've only been well, to aren't ones. They, oh, I would say that 90, 90% yeah. are, are. I'm real. I'm real privileged. <laughs> you're you're <laughs> privileged and picky. Yeah. So I've you, never you know, you, I'm going to switch gears completely because when we we just sat, sat in on a wonderful lecture that you gave, and I was very interested to what, what you had to say about shy people. Yeah, and not even about sex shy. I'm talking about like just I have a lot of guys on my YouTube channel always saying, I am my. I actually asked the question, "What's your biggest problem with women?" What in terms of you know how you relate to them, and they said, "I'm too shy mm-hmm. to ask them out." to meet them to approach them especially older women yeah uh what would you recommend starting slow like like we talked about like don't just be like that's my dream girl i'm gonna ask her out how about you you know when you start right oh here we go when you start (laughs) riding a bike you don't get on the biggest fucking mountain bike ever you get on a bike with some little little, training little training wheels little whistles and things to like (laughs) prepare other people for what's happening and that's kind of like the same thing with like flirting or like stepping out of your comfort zone you like flirt with a store clerk and be like oh i achieved exactly that's exactly someone actually recommended that flirt with a store clerk or just walk up to a stranger in the street and say hi yeah, even just being like, I said hello to someone. Yeah. Yeah, you have to do practices. Like it's, it's It is a training, a desensitizing yourself to the whole thing. Yeah, and it may not all, and then also reminding yourself that it may not always go the way you think it's going to go, and it may go even better. Yeah. And so no I expectations. Like yeah. I, you know, I think Carl Jung was the guy that came up with introverts versus extroverts. Mm-hmm. I and don't I think, like the labels, by the way. He, I think he later said, like, this is, it's it was not meant to be like, um, a labeling process. Yeah, like you are either one or the other. Most people fall in this middle spectrum. Mm-hmm. Right. I think we need to answer the, one of the emails. Totally. Okay. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't You're have like, it on hand. What can, email? can I give well, you? Can you the, paraphrase? The, yes. Okay. So basically, this person had gone had experienced a lot of emotional and I think physical abuse in okay. her relationship, and she got out of the relationship, but now she's having trouble reigniting her sex life mm-hmm. and, and reintegrating. Mm-hmm. So so uh, what do you do in these situations? So first, I would say find someone to talk to. Let it be a therapist, a coach, because there's probably other things going on that you need to figure out in your own self. And I always say, like, don't just jump back into sex. Mm. Like, yes, our bodies get hot and we get lubricated and aroused and we want to do all these things. But you may not be ready yet. Like, mm. your body may not physically be ready. So I always say, like, start with masturbation. You need to start in seeing how your body is now rewired because it can be totally different. So doing more sensation things, start touching your hands, doing pressure play, um, doing like sensory deprivation kind of things, playing with hot things, playing with cold things. Wow. Pulling out vibrators, doing like new things because your favorite vibrator may be the worst thing. Yeah. Mm. It, 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 what Your whole body needs to be reprogrammed. Yeah. 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 And it may not because everyone's bodies are different. Yeah. But try it out because you won't know. Until you go to get into that thing that you used to love and you freeze and aren't able to move. So mm. baby steps, basically. Baby steps. Yeah. And there's, there's hope. You could, you've seen people go through this. And oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then some people utilize like more intense things. Like I know a lot of my friends have healed using kink. Mm-hmm. Because it allows it, them to take control well, that's of complete, the scary things. Uh, 360 though, isn't mm-hmm. it? Well, not necessarily. Because, 180. Because it's like the thing that was so hard and scary before you now get to control it. Totally. Uh. That makes a lot of sense to me. 
because mm-hmm. you didn't have the control before yeah. now you're like yeah. actually yes i want to be a sub for you but i people b- don't believe that subs are the ones that are in control they always think the doms are in control mm. but the sub sets the boundaries of everything oh, that's true hell yeah, yeah. yeah. This, is why, this is a great perspective yeah <laughs> hell yeah it is, it wow. is. you don't yeah. often hear that yeah yeah so so for people who haven't experienced abuse mm-hmm. or trauma uh, and don't and they're not currently seeing anyone with I guess I guess I'll stop there. People who haven't experienced abuse firsthand are probably gonna bypass any of this discussion and mm-hmm. say like I don't give a fuck. I, I, it doesn't affect me. Right. So, but I find that there's definitely a reason why after especially after hearing your speech earlier today, there's definitely seems to me a reason why we need to all be aware of that this exists and that. You know, well, especially yeah. if you're a partner of someone who's experienced it. So let's say this. So one in every three women have been assaulted and every one in six men. You know, somebody. Yeah. yeah. We, oh, you, personally, know I, I know. I know of someone who was involved with someone and it really messed them up as a partner. We all know people. And it, even with men, that's underreported. So who knows? Right. And it's just because people don't say it out loud doesn't mean it's not a thing. So just being aware of who's around you, I think mm. is extremely important. And totally. then what, what, how, like, for example, the person I was referring to, so he had a partner who was a, uh, a victim of abuse sexually, mm-hmm. and then it be made, so every time he would approach the girl to have sex, she would reject him. So it made him then um, have issues sexually mm-hmm. because of that. So what do you say to the partners of the Yeah, uh, so if you abused? are an ally or a partner, mm-hmm. um, I always say, first, get your own help. Because a helper can't help anyone with an empty cup. So if you're always trying to be like, oh, you're broken or you're sad and I can do this and I can do this. You don't realize you're also extroverting like all your own energy Mm. and you're taking on. You can get secondhand trauma. That's Mm. what I'm saying. I think that this person got secondhand trauma from it. So with that, they need to have their own therapist. Interesting. I work in mental health. I got got therapy on Thursday. Oh, I'm working mental health and I've had therapy all my life. So I get it. Because you have to have, you have to put it somewhere. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And it will stop the mindset of like, oh, this is all my fault. Oh, this is my fault. Because then you go to therapy and they're like, it's not your fault. You're going through some crazy shit. Like these things are happening around you. Yeah. Yeah. So. what, What? when you get, when do you, when should someone tell the other person that they've experienced this trauma or have this history? When they're ready. Yeah, you don't so go on a first date and go. Guess what? I've had this. I've been raped as a child repeatedly for ten years. Well, no. What about like? Should it be before the first sexual act? I would say yes, just because you don't want to be put in a situation where you're going to be re-triggered. But also, some people don't want to disclose, and that's not on us to be like, you have to tell everyone 30 seconds right before you do the <laughs> right, thing. Right. Like, no. Like, but it would, it would help, I think. Oh, it, for it sure. makes sense. Or, or, or like I said, in, in, uh, the, the partner might feel responsible for something that he Correct. didn't even know existed or she Correct. didn't know existed. But that's why I always say, like, before you go to, you know, just to fucking people, be like, hey. And even if they don't want to fully disclose, yeah. just be like, hey, so I have some things that I'm really into and really not. So you're even semi disclosing and being like, so I really hate when someone throws my left leg behind my head mm. like can you just not do or that? i hate when being tied up blindfolded and yeah. beat, beat with a stick yeah. or i love <laughs> it when someone pees on me and they're like what oh <laughs> it's everything's a thing everything's, everything's a thing everything's a jam yeah. for somebody is that your jam <laughs> no, oh. no no not mine but i know folks that who's people here who's that's their jam oh god i know i believe me i asked the question the other day what makes great sex what makes great sex do you 
Uh, communication and actually listening to what I asked for. Hi. Don't don't I'm in here be like, I thought you'd like. No, the fuck, I didn't ask for that. Stop that. <laughs> <laughs> ask me what I actually like and actually listen to it. Yeah, yeah. actually listen too. That's key. God, that's we, so hard for people. We were just in a room where this question was also posed, and mm-hmm. it, everyone in the audience started responding, and I was blown away by the different answers we were getting. Yeah, everyone's having this for different reasons. Yeah. I asked that also on our Instagram, and I had the most responses I ever got. Really? And about, I said, what makes great sex? And there were a rainbow of different ideas. <laughs> One of them said something disgusting about uh, yellow and brown, and it was just oh, not. That sounds like scat. It sounds yeah, like yeah. scat. It sounds like a little bit yeah, of scat. Yeah. Has anybody know? ever offered to buy no. your, your scat? No. I, I got that offer. No. Someone just <laughs> offered. I was trying to get on Tinder the other day and just do a little swipe swipe. And <laughs> some swipe swipe. Some we matched um I matched with someone and they were like, Oh, you're great, blah blah and then found a photo on my Instagram, sent it to me, and then asked if they could jizz on my chest and lick it off. Get out of here. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> so before I delete you, I want to <laughs> give you a full conversation about what consent and boundaries are. <laughs> oh my god. And then I let it sit for a little bit oh. so I know it was read and then I just delete and blocked. Oh, oh my there's some god. weird shit. You're but that is another, then I'll block that's another <laughs> and then you'll block it. I get oh, don't even get the pe- the penis sticks. Okay. But I have another question. So guys are very nervous now about what consent is and there's so one guy just asked me recently, should I get like a legal document every time I have sex with a girl? You know, in terms of like later on, kind of get in trouble. I go, even then she could find a loophole. But what do you think about those kind of questions? I think they're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I said. Because if you're so worried about being, you know, be like, ooh, maybe you're an assaulter, don't fucking assault people. And now we're going to take a minute to thank our sponsors. Cam? Yeah. How's that premature ejaculation issue going? That is how you want to thank our sponsors? I'm just saying that. By asking me how my <laughs> premature ejaculation is going? Is it still an issue? Yeah, I haven't had, even had enough sex to know if it's still a fucking issue. You know what? This episode is brought to you by SmilingDick.com. <laughs> the way you say dick is really funny. SmilingDick.com is the only FDA-cleared medical device to counter premature ejaculation. And you're going to try it. I'm trying to, baby. We're uh, we're starting the the six week long training process where I'm going to You're train your myself to last longer, and I hope you guys enjoy as I check in with you every week during these little sponsorship ads. You're like the guinea pig. I'm the guinea pig. But if you guys want to uh, join me on this this rendezvous, it's it's called the the journey of the smiling dick. Go to smilingdick.com. Enter promo code mom for fifteen percent off. You can get yourself a prolonged device and you can last longer just like me. And you can go along the journey and tell us about it when you're on the when we're doing the podcast. Smilingdick.com enter promo code mom for 15% off. Thanks Smiling Dick. It's Karen Lee and Cam again. What? We, yeah, we had we had to cut out the end of that interview because um technological glitch. We had my computer is fucked and we lost um few minutes at the end there um but, but we had a phenomenal time talking to jim and Nika and uh we are very grateful we hope you guys enjoyed that discussion and i hope you realize that i pronounced her name wrong and it was very embarrassing i i actually edited that edited that out so now you're just calling yourself out and throwing yourself under the bus for I no reason my, yeah I, I for some reason thought her name was jamaica no you're you're still you're digging yourself deeper into this hole it's <laughs> no longer in the episode you okay. don't need to say that all right well what I, now I, do i have to add this part off that you thought your name was jamaica <laughs> no she was very polite and didn't correct me like three times that is not she's hilarious we had a great time talking to her 
I, but I think this question that you posed to her at the end, which is what makes great sex, is a phenomenal uh, little launching point just to have a little reca- a little closing discussion between the two of us. I would love to. So what makes great sex for you, mother? And by the way, oh wow, that's a loaded gun. There, there's a lot of like, look, there's a lot of uh, different options here. You can say the duration of the sex, the the penis size related to, involved in the sex. Well, you know, I'm a size queen. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic. I'm not a size queen. If you guys know that, I I profess that the size does not matter all the time. Yes, that is something that you often say. Um, so, but what what does make great sex for you? Okay, so here's the deal. Great sex is what what, what uh, Geminica did say. I did pronounce her name right, correct? Okay. Uh, which is, it, it is all about being uh, communicative, but it's also about not being judgmental. So you're thinking of your own sex life right now, and you're thinking uh, the times that my partner was not judgmental were the times that I was most into it? Hmm. Okay. There's so many variables that have to be discussed here. Like what? Like the changes I've gone through in my life as far as what I thought great sex was back then and what I think great sex is now. And Oh, interesting. How has yeah. it changed over time? It's, it's, it's changed quite a bit. I, I certainly think like when I was in college, I was much like, easy, it's easier to arouse someone when you're in your like te- late teens, early 20s. Because like, it's all novel. Well, I think also hormonally, both mm. men and women are just like raging with hormones. So you can like... I had a guy feel my boob one time and I was like, I almost came. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've had friends. I, I've seen I've seen it happen where my friend was giving another friend a, a look at this. You know better, mother. The alarm went off. Oh, my God. I'm losing it here. Okay. You, my friend was giving uh, a, our, our mutual friend a head massage. Next thing you know, she's having an orgasm. And I'm like, what no the way. fuck is going on here? I had another friend who had an orgasm when some guy sucked her toes. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't even think that's possible. I, I didn't know that was possible either. Because so maybe always, that's what. So yeah, I mean, is, so that is that sex? If, if it, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of penetration there, it, it the doesn't toes have to are be. getting sucked. It's. I mean, what is sex? Yeah, I guess it's the whole entering of the erotic zone, not necessarily just penetration. Well, that's what I was going to say. In college, I was literally with this one guy, and we had this like totally erotic like just it was just more like this passion than it was eroticism i think just looking in each other's eyes and we we're just like gaga for each other it was like crazy and we waited a real long time before we finally had sex and we finally had sex and i'm telling you this passion was nuts i mean we listened to songs together and just like look at each other and just like melt into each other finally had sex it lasted i don't even think 10 seconds oh wow i think it lasted three and a half seconds yeah and i was like are you kidding me this is this is, you know how the song is that all there is is that all there is my friend then let's keep dancing so, that is, so you consider that bad sex that sex fucking sucked but so duration I mean, has something to do with it uh, not duration but just some more uh something more than that <laughs> couldn't you get it back up and because i'm not again? one i'm not marathon woman that needs to have sex for two hours either i mean it, it's after a while it, it certainly is overkill but this was like one pump and that's it. Yeah. Well, he was not able to get it back up. Even if he did, it was like, uh, I don't know. It was just, I don't even remember. It was in college and it was just kind of like, it just, it was to me what I consider 
bad sex. So we tried it again, thinking it was just like a novelty because we had built this whole thing up for months and months and months. So I gave the guy a break and the same thing happened. Yeah. So this guy had a little premature ejaculation issue. Yeah. You know you are speaking to yes. a premature ejaculation specialist. Right. Someone who has had extensive experience with premature ejaculation. Yes. If we're speaking about so, the but- human fountain in my presence, yes. Oh. <laughs> in that the human way. human fountain in many ways. In many ways. That's hilarious. Okay, so you did not really answer okay, what makes great right, so sex. Instead, you just told me that I, I am destined for shit sex. No, no. The main thing is, like like she said, communication, trust. Uh, no, no. I don't, I don't want you to go on the, the, the preacher pedestal of like, oh, this is what you guys need to know about great. For you, Karen. Yes. Karen, Karen Lee, Lee. Potter. Yes. What, what 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 is the state of mind? I guess that that you that you want to be. Well, in? I like to be a little bit high. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you have sex, if I could, yes, a little bit. And I'm not the only one who says that. There are porn stars that tell me the same thing. Okay, so okay, it enhances my high. pleasure. I like that. I like that. Not you can't be it, too drunk because then it's like almost like the same thing as like what do they call it? whiskey dick or whatever. You can, yeah, so yeah. I don't like that. But a little tiny bit high and not too wasted either. Um, but I also like if like I've got the mood perfectly. So I'm kind of like one of those people that I'm a high maintenance, good sex what, person. And what is the mood? The mood has to be like, I don't like it really. It's just first thing in the morning. I don't like it when I'm too tired at night. It's like a, a late afternoon delight would be perfect. Okay. So the or, timing is important. Timing is important. The music's important. The lighting's important. And Are the, you setting all this or does Deez have any say in this? He has no say in this. He just goes along with <laughs> it. Goes, goes with the flow. <laughs> He's just happy to be at the party. You know, I think it's a skill actually for someone to know how to create a pleasuresome setting. Yes. That is, a, I, I've, I've learned this about, there's certain people that just have an, a knack for knowing how to create an enjoyable environment. Are you one of those people? Uh, if I try, I could do that. You once did a not, whole stand-up comedy about this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about how, like, I have to pretend like I'm not doing all the shit, like, like, like putting down the blinds and, and making sure everything's, all the candles in the right place and the fucking, you know, yeah, all that shit. Yeah. yeah. It, it, when you're first hooking up with someone, you have to kind of pretend like that shit's not happening. It's so subtle. It's just, it's it just, just happens to be just all ha- prepared. Yeah. Now, but that was several years ago. Now I've, now, first of all, it's. Now you've got a pleasure den. No, I'm very, very blatant. I'm like, all right, let's get some candles going here. Let's get the fucking, <laughs> let's get this fucking sex mat out. Oh, we got the sex blanket. The sex blanket. And if anybody wants one, we have a great source for that. It's a sexylifestyle.com. Mention code mom and you get, well, they get a discount off of that. 20 bucks off a sex blanket. Bu- yeah. It's you a, fuck yeah. on the blanket and throw it in the wash. It's anyway, the best. Okay. We digress. We digress. I should mention right now. Do, do you want to reverse the question? Yes, I do want to reverse the question. But I also want to say that uh, a lot of it has to do with being with a partner that will be you know, willing to explore. And, Bingo. And sometimes it's like you're with someone who's not explored and then want, just only wants the same thing all the time. And sometimes it's like it's about communicating because men are not mind readers. And I have to you know, tell someone what I'm in the mood for. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, sometimes sex could just be like a lot of foreplay. Yeah. You know, and sometimes you could just be a back massage or sometimes it could be like I need the whole works in order to get me aroused. Mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's just I think it's very um, dependent on the situation. Yeah. Uh, How about you? Uh, Oh, make great sex. Well, first of all, when it's with a person, (laughs) 
That's always that's a, better. It's a much better experience when I'm with someone. <laughs> <That's>, uh, <laughs> your bar is set so high there. You have to have a human being with you. That it's a novel experience when there is someone else involved in my erotic, <laughs> my erotic zone. Usually it's a, me alone. <laughs> with your candle. <laughs> with my candle. That's and your it. sex blanket. That's it. And my little Buddha figurine. <laughs> and you, <laughs> Wait, do you have a Buddha figurine out when you're having sex? Uh, well, there's one on my nightstand, so... I guess your yeah. Buddha's looking down at you or yeah, up at you or wherever it. it is. Um, I, I think that the critical part of it is, first of all, from a technical standpoint, I like involving massage a lot. I prior. agree. Yeah, yeah, that's a good move. And the second part of it is that involving someone who actually really is not afraid to be confident in just in, in expressing desire yeah so a lot of women are taught to like pretend that they're not especially and, and, young women it's, i think even guys it's very uncomfortable to show like oh i'm into this like to be to be vocal at all or to right. you know well because the people and again and back in the other day like my friend said one of her guys wanted to wear her, her panties yeah while they're having sex both of them get into her panties yeah you've mentioned that before and my point is that i was like what the hell you gotta get away from this guy's a whack job but the truth of the matter is now I'm much more tolerant and I'm like, oh, maybe that's his thing and I maybe would be with okay okay about it. I don't know. But anyway, back to you. Um, what was I going to say about that? Also? Oh, what's, what's interesting is that, it, it, you know, it, I was, I can, I can kind of find myself at times being vocal and explaining how into it I am. But if it feels forced and I can kind of sense when it's forced on my end or her end, it's not nearly as it really is an innate um, sense that the other person is truly present and with you in and in, in desiring to be in this experience and that that's so presence is a, is a big part of it I mean do you do a lot of like role playing to get you in the mood like do you pretend like you're like the doctor and she's the patient or something like that no but yeah. I, no, but I think that is a way. I, it's I've, fun. I've you should try that. that. I've, I've had that once and it was a very memorable experience. Was she the doctor or the patient? More the patient. It was not. It was not that scenario. Okay, what was it? I don't want to go into okay. the whole fucking details. Okay. But basically, th- that a role play situation inherently suggests that the other person wants to be there because otherwise they would just sit kind of like yeah, hand it in as opposed to like investing in this moment. Do you ever play like casting couch? No, mom. All right, I'm just we kidding. don't need to go okay, into okay, this fucking okay, okay. detail bullshit. All right, uh, yeah. So that I think I think presence is critical. When they're not thinking about other shit or fantasizing about other men, why does these, that bother you? Or that I'm not fantasizing about other women—that's a horrible feeling. Why? Why does it bother you? Okay, we don't need to go. I mean, I'm we, serious. Why does it? Why would that prohibit you from having great sex? Because it makes me feel like it. And again, I I'm coming at this with very limited experience relative to you. So for me, if I'm fantasizing about being with someone else, and it's like you know, I haven't had that much experience. So again, relative to you. Uh, what, what, I, you see, maybe some. I you've feel had many, like, many more years of I, regular sex. I feel like sex. I want, what's 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 her name? Um, Jupiter sluts. You yeah, know, the way yeah you're saying, relative to you, mom. But I, hussy, I, because you I have slut. some experience, but it's just yeah. not, you know relative to someone who's been in a relationship right, for twenty right. plus years. Right, you're gonna have way more sexual experience. And, and yeah, I guess and it's so not in those that situations, natural. I could imagine you you might want to fantasize about another person or involve like you're you're on level four hundred. I'm on level <laughs> three right now. Okay, so. Oh. So for me, it would be very it's it's it would very bizarre for just for me personally to be, um, you know, leaving 
my present setting to to bring in a fantasy of some sort. But anyway, we don't. We, I, I I think that's very personal. Would you be presence is a yeah. big part of it though. Presence and focus, and a lot yes. of that has to do with your ability to meditate too. Yeah, maybe. I think you know not being able to turn off the rest of the day that's and not mean. you know not being able not having to that work coming into play. Okay. I wanted to tell you to tell our listeners um I you guys know Jared from Subway? Yeah. Well, I don't I don't know about my listeners, but I know who you're talking about. The guy that like ate like a ton of Subway sandwiches for like a year and then Lost all this weight and was the rep for Subway. And, yes. And then he ended up um, <laughs> getting to jail for something I forgot. He was child pornography. Oh, all, all God, about him and Pee Wee Herman type of thing. Yeah. Well, no, not exactly. No, no. But anyway, uh, so I'm kind of like Jared in the sense that I'm like, I'm a spokesperson for this premature ejaculation <laughs> company, uh, not with the child pornography. Yeah. Everything minus the yeah. child pornography oh, why would you and bring the that Subway up? sandwiches. Did, oh my God. Why did you, why, how are you possibly related then to Jared of Subway Ilk? Yeah, that's it. On a sex podcast, it's not the best option. Uh, no idea. No, but, you're uh, more like uh, I don't know. I'm just a fucking, men, oh. I, and I'm not even a spokesperson. Here's here's what's happening. This this company called Smiling Dick reached out and said, "Hey, we're a fan of the podcast. We'd love you, for you to try out our product. It's called Prolong, and it seems like something that you'd benefit from." Oh my god! <laughs> so I was like, "All right." Dude, at first, were you offended? No, it, okay. I was like, "Okay, that makes a lot of sense." Is this a phone again? I don't understand this. Oh, I understand. It involves you not having turned off the phone. I thought I turned off the phone. All right, well, go on. What are we going to... There's so many different bells and whistles here that I can't handle it any longer. This is terrible. And now you're not even speaking to the mic, so none of it... Okay, okay, everything's fine. Okay, go on. How am I supposed to be a spokesperson when your your phone is going off the whole right, goddamn time? Okay, smiling dick contacted you. To I'm see not if even you necessarily be... a spokesperson. I'm a, basically a test subject. You're a guinea pig. Yes. So they have this device. It's it looks like somebody, a little obviously. handheld white vibrator cup. Okay. Thing that they you needed put someone who has premature ejaculation issues, not necessarily currently, but had them. Actually, anyone can use this device, um, even if you if you just even want to extend the time that you're having sex. Oh, so okay. people who are not even identifying as having premature ejaculation. However, I will let you know that they gave me some of the, so, so this is the first FDA cleared um, premature ejaculation medical device. So to, to counter premature ejaculation, which is pretty amazing. Well, like how is the, it going to counter your premature ejaculation? So, so it's, it's basically like the 21 day masturbation challenge. Oh my God. Again, it's six weeks. Three days a week at least. Six weeks? Of edging, but you can oh. come at the end of it, which I didn't oh. do the first time. And But you masturbate with this device, which is like a mini vibrator. You mean like like women's vibrators? No, it's like it's made for the shaft of a penis. Oh, cool. And so the the whole idea is that it, because it's a slightly different than your hand, it, it, it feels more like being involved with an actual vagina or you know third or someone not not your yourself like you can get used to jerking off but when you have some other device in there it's a little more like actually having sex so it feels like the inside of a vagina a little it's like yeah, probably yeah ribbed and all that kind and of stuff. to be fair i haven't uh, received it and i haven't tried it yet it's not so like it, a flashlight no so it's a little tiny cup type thing oh yeah so anyway so but apparently the the, the first of all this statistic that they showed me is insane. They said that 50% of U.S. men believe they experience premature ejaculation. That's what I'm telling you. One in two. 
I would think that's true. Especially like, you know, at all different ages, you have different hormonal shit going on. And then 22% of men in the U.S. say that they experience premature ejaculation all the time. All the time. Okay, so so the other statistic was just uh, at some point in their life. No, just it seems like they experience, yeah, all right, it is it a common issue. I tell yes. you, I, I got a lot of hits on that video that I put on YouTube. About and and I had people reaching out to me because I talk about this on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, and the no fap thing is a big deal too. And that's the way, I don't know what the hell that is all about. But. And and so I just said, all right, I'll try it out. And every week I'll check in with you guys to say, okay, this is how the masturbation challenge is going. Well, we're not going to call it that. We're going to call it something else, a smiling dick challenge. Smiling dick challenge. Yeah, so I, I'm excited to use this because the other the other, um, you know promescent and all those yeah, that, that's more like a topical you know, you're good at reading my mind to know where yeah. I'm going with these things when I can't I don't know why I can't talk sometimes but anyway yeah usually to counter premature ejaculation people use sprays or creams to like numb their dick yeah but that's kind of like a more of like a band-aid and it's not like a long-term thing right the other thing you can do is use uh, cognitive behavioral therapy yeah. CBT uh, but that costs a lot of money and you don't necessarily... Well, that's kind of what... Wasn't that like what you were doing before with the masturbation challenge? Uh, it, CBT would be with a, an actual therapist. Oh. Where you actually, so, so this is kind of like the, the masturbation challenge, but with this uh, this new device And what does it do? It, so it, it adds more stimulation. So yes. You, so, so you become... Even... So you kind of... Your sensitivity kind of decreases a little bit so that you can last longer when you're actually having sex. No, your your sensitivity wouldn't be decreased. It would be like you're even more sensitive, but you're getting more control over yourself when you're practicing with this object. Yeah. Well, we'll have to see right? the exact... It, that, if it's I'm getting you sure, all aroused more... It basically more. lowers your threshold. I mean, it heightens your threshold of, of what's going to make right, you jizz. Right, right. Yeah. So then when you're with an actual person, when it's, something's not vibrating and you, then you will already be in more, more control. Yeah. And what's, what's crazy is that... That makes a lot of sense, actually. I'm hoping that this works because I think on an unconscious level, it's affecting the amount of sex I have. Because you're afraid that you don't want to come too soon, like my yeah, experience like with I, schmuck. Uh, yeah, exactly. I would hate for a girl to have uh, a, 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 a story like I that. That was, was like 20 years old. I might be having sex with 20 year olds. Well, I don't. I, I okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not good. And I, I do think that having some control and confidence in the bedroom. I, I will say that then that, that that will be that would make my sex better if I if I had more of that. Okay. That said, I did get to a place. When I was having sex regularly with my last girlfriend, that you know, I was, I think we were having very, very good sex, and I think she would agree. Um, and I was able to last much longer because it was uh repeated and also right, being and able I, to get back up again. Yeah, I, I do get aroused quite easily, even <laughs> in the second time, I can go a lot longer. But this, you know, it's nice to, yeah, the first time, if you know, not to be a two pump cam, as my as some of my friends have nicknamed me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like Tupac, but two pump. Yeah, exactly. And so what they found when doing these studies about this device was that it actually um helped a lot of the relationships between men and women. Why? Like, because when when men were experiencing premature ejaculation, they lost confidence. 39% said they lost confidence in the bedroom. Oh, and like you just said, like you said, you've been avoiding Sex because yes, twenty nine percent said that it placed a strain on the relationship. Twenty eight percent stopped having sex as often. Mm. So, so you know, it, it creates these block. It can create blocks in your relationship if you have this insecurity related to it. Now, where does porn fit into this? By the way, are you supposed to be watching porn while you're masturbating with this vibrator? Thing? I don't really watch porn even without the fucking thing. So I, I don't I think don't I'm going to just start introducing. No, this I'm just saying. Thing. Did they recommend you? 
I actually haven't started the training program so that they have a manual that comes oh, with it to actually tell you exactly reading. the step-by-step guidance. Yeah, yeah. But I haven't done that yet. I just wanted to introduce the fact that I'm going to now be the Jared from Subway for master for premature ejaculation minus the pedophilia <laughs> child <laughs> pornography. Um, I think that's uh, that's all we should say. By the way, you sh- if you're interested in, in this product, go to smilingdick.com, enter promo code MOM, M-O-M, for 15% off. You can take this challenge with me. Let yeah, me know how it goes. Yeah, you guys, take the challenge with Cam. Smilingdick.com, uh, you know, enter you promo guys, code MOM. Yeah, and also we have a little whack pack uh, starting. So we've already got one member of our whack pack. Not necessarily that they're whacking off, but they're more like the Howard Stern whack pack, the funny dudes that uh, call in. So if you guys want to call in and enter to be uh, another member of our whack pack, we are always ready to accept new members. Precisely. Uh, I'm excited to go on this journey I think it's going to be a lot of fun for us to, to discuss, and hopefully, it gets me uh, like to last a bit longer. Hey, if you if it changes your viewpoint about like casual sex too, that could help. That'd be phenomenal. Apparently, the majority of men in the study increase their stamina from by three to eight minutes. That's what I was going to ask you. So, what do they consider premature ejaculation? They they were talking about it like at forty eight seconds. Usually, people the. 48 seconds? This, the, one of the trials said that the, the median um, subject, test subject, was ejaculating um, for, at 48 seconds, and they increased their time to 8 minutes and 48 seconds. It's a fucking huge difference. So that's 2 pump cam to like 52 pump cam. Wow. Pretty hey, good. People might be saying, hey, it's too long. I w- Stop making this a marathon. I was thinking last night I was talking to a friend who uh, was explaining how his sex kind of works in that at first, during the first part of it, he feels like an intense uh, urge to ejaculate. But once he gets over that hump... Gets in a little rhythm. He gets in a rhythm and then it becomes almost hard for him to ejaculate. Yeah. Because it, it kind of gets... It, he, it, he got it, himself it, out of the mode. Yeah. It kind of... Well, the sensitivity is decreased and then finally at the end he comes around and it's even more strong than ever. And he oh. said it last 20 minutes and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, Just I mean, humping around? I gotta be honest with you. I, I don't know. I can't speak for all women but uh, the idea that men think that women... I Maybe they get this idea from porn or some other source but that women tend to want to have prolonged long 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 pumping like that is a a false little myth how about three to eight minutes sounds ideal yeah so hopefully this will work forget about the marathons shit yeah all right well you know you walk around like you're trying to horseback ride or something Set the bar low. Set the bar low and enjoy. All right. If you guys uh, have any comments or questions related to this episode if or what makes sex great for you. We would love to hear it at Yes Text Mom. Give us a call. Leave us a voicemail. Yes Text Mom. Again, if you want a little, uh, if you want to come on this masturbation journey with me and try to prolong it's your stuff. It's called the Smiling Dick Challenge with Cam. Smilingdick.com. Enter promo code mom for 15% off. And let us know you're doing this. So otherwise we aren't, we aren't going to be able to contact you or hear your, your stories. As always, if you enjoyed this podcast, please leave us a rating and a review on the iTunes store or wherever you listen to podcasts and please subscribe and share with a friend. It really helps us. And don't forget about Patreon, patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom, where you can support Cam and his need for smiling dicks. Mm. You want to sing them out? I do. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the smiling dicks. Lasting longer ease. Oh, man. They're getting worse by the day. 
Love you all. Bye-bye. Bye. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.